0: this is section fifty seven of mark twain speaking this librivox recording is in the public domain introducing edgar wilson bill nye and james whitcomb riley tremont temple boston february twenty eighth eighteen eighty nine read by john greenman i am very glad indeed to introduce these young people to you and at the same time Get acquainted with them myself i have seen them more than once for a moment but have not had the privilege of knowing them personally as intimately as i wanted to i saw them first a great many years ago when mr barnum had them and they were just fresh from siam the ligature was their best hold then but literature became their best hold later when one of them committed an indiscretion and they had to cut the old bond to accommodate the sheriff in that old former time this one was chang and that one was eng the sympathy existing between the two was most extraordinary it was so fine so strong so subtle that what one ate the other digested when one slept the other snored if one sold a thing the other scooped the usufruct this independent and yet dependent action was observable in all the details of their daily life i mean this quaint and arbitrary distribution of originating cause and resulting effect between the two, between, may I say, this dynamo and this motor. Not that I mean that the one was always dynamo and the other always motor, or, in other words, that the one was always the creating force, the other always the utilizing force. No, no, for while it is true that within certain Well defined zones of activity, the one was always dynamo and the other always motor. Within certain other well defined zones, these positions became exactly reversed. For instance, in moral matters, in moral matters, Mr. Chang Riley was always dynamo, Uh, Mr. Eng Nai was always motor for a while mr chang riley had a high in fact an abnormally high and fine moral sense this man had high moral sense you can see the development all over him now although he had that fine moral sense he hadn't any machinery to work it with whereas mr eng nye who hadn't any moral sense at all and hasn't yet as you will observe later yet had all the necessary plant for the carrying out of the noble deed if he could only get the necessary inspiration on reasonable terms outside now then again you see the thing reversed in intellectual matters mr Eng nye was always the dynamo. Mr. Chang Riley was always the motor. Mr. Eng Nai had a stately intellect, but couldn't make it go, and at the same time Mr. Chang Riley hadn't, but could. That is to say, that while Mr. Chang Riley couldn't think things himself, he had a marvellous natural grace in setting them down and weaving them together— when his pal furnished the raw material. So they worked together in that way. Thus, working together, they made a strong team. Laboring together, they could do miracles, but break the circuit, and both were impotent at once. It has remained so to this day. They must travel together, conspire together, beguile together, hoe and plant and plow and reap and sell their public together or there's no result i have made this explanation this analysis this fire assay this vivisection so to speak in order that you may enjoy these delightful adventurers understandingly now while mr eng nai is drawing a limpid stream of philosophy that flows over and refreshes the region all around with his gracious flood you remember that it is not his water it is the other man's he's only working the pump and when mr chang riley enchants your ear and soothes your spirit and touches your heart with the sweet and tender music of his voice as sweet and as genuine as any that his friends the birds and the bees sang to his other friends the woods and the flowers you will remember to place him where justice would put him it's not his music it's the other man's he is only turning the crank I beseech for these visitors a fair field, a single-minded one-eyed umpire, and a score bulletin barren of goose eggs if they earn it. And I judge they will, and hope they will. Mr. James Whitcomb Chang Riley will now go to the bat. End of introducing Edgar Wilson, Bill Nye, and James Whitcomb Riley. Read by John Greenman.